This is WMUA Amherst, and you are listening to... I'm curious to know just how you supported yourself during the three years that you lived in the Soviet Union. Did you have a government subsidy? Uh, well, as I, uh, uh, well, I will answer that que- uh, that uh, question directly then, uh, since uh, uh, you will not rest until you get your answer. Uh, I worked in Russia. Uh, I was under uh, the protection of the uh, of the. Uh, I was, that is to say, I was not under the protection of the uh, American government, but that is, I was uh, at all times uh, considered an American citizen. I did not uh, lose my uh, American citizenship. Did you say you wanted to at one point, though, or what happened? Well, it's a, a long, drawn-out uh, situation in which permission to live in the Soviet Union granted to a foreign resident is very rarely given. Uh, this this requires a certain amount of technicalities, uh, uh, technical papers, and so forth. Uh, at no time, as I say, was I uh, did I renounce my citizenship or attempt to renounce my citizenship, and at no time was I out of contact or uh, with the uh, American embassy. Uh, oh, that, uh, excuse me, may I interrupt just one second? Either one of these two statements is wrong. The Washington Evening Star of October 31st, 1959, page one, reported that Lee Harvey Oswald, a former Marine of 4936 Collingwood Street, Fort Worth, Texas, had turned in his passport at the American Embassy in Moscow on that same date and had said that he had applied for Soviet citizenship. Now, this seems to me that you renounce your American citizenship if you turned in your passport. Well, the very obvious answer to that is that I'm back in the United States. A person who renounces his citizenship becomes legally uh, disqualified for returning to the United States. Right, and Soviet authorities, this is from the Washington Post and Times Herald of November 16, 1959, Soviet authorities had refused to grant it, although they had informed him that he could live in Russia as a resident alien. What did you do during the two weeks from October 31st to November 16, 1959? As I've already stated, of course, this is a whole conversation and we don't have too much time left is getting away from the Cuban-American problem. Uh, however, I'm quite willing to discuss myself for the remainder of this uh, program. Uh, as I sta- stated, it is very difficult for a resident, uh, for a foreigner to, to get permission to reside in the Soviet Union. Uh, during those two weeks and during the days that you mentioned, I was, of course, uh, uh, with the knowledge of the American Embassy, getting this permission. Were you having a building at 11 Kudnetskaya Street in Moscow? Kuznetskaya? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kuznetskaya is the, uh, well, that would be uh, probably the foreign ministry, I assume. Uh, no, I was never in that uh, place, although I know Moscow having lived there. And welcome to Barbarian in the Valley, the noon to two spot here on WMUA Amherst. 
I'm the barbarian in question. I've come down from the mountains. I'm in the basin now, down by the river, ready to take some crops. Every week, of course, we come up with a theme, and then we change that theme. Then we change it back to the original theme, and then we might change it again and again and again, but it always comes back to its original theme. This week, resisting arrest. That's right, resisting arrest. Now, first off, we're going to hear from some old friends of the show. This is Natasha. And he starts crying. And I'm like, the nerve of you to cry. I mean, really? And she is the wife of Joe. Not only that, my Rafflerman shirt, which was a beautiful shirt, was ripped from the fight with this guy. I was like looking at my shirt. You know Natasha and Joe from an earlier episode where we talked about Joe being on the back of a motorcycle in Slovenia going into Austria. But today, we'll be talking about Beer Mountain, New York. And so, with no other delay, let's go to the show. And then, as we were passing Bear Mountain, or on that, on that road there, all of a sudden, there are these bright lights behind us that could only be cops, but, I mean, it was, it was just so surreal, kind of, because it was late, and it was a very deserted stretch of that road, and, and we were like, well, why, you know, what, what did we do? We didn't essentially do anything. I mean, he was driving just fine. Then we pulled over, and the lights were on us for quite a while. I mean, it, it almost felt like too long. Is this, in fact, a police officer? Why is he not coming out? Sunday night, driving normal, going out, going fast, going through Bam Mountain. 12 o'clock, can't remember. You were living in the city, right? Living in Queens. I was visiting friends in, uh, in Calicoon. My friend Steve, we're just visiting. Okay. For the weekend. Coming back home. Going through Bear Mountain. All of a sudden the lights from nowhere come out. I stop, of course. Guys waiting, waiting. Bright lights. I'm like, this guy's taking a long time. You're in the middle of nowhere, right? Middle of nowhere. And you know, I like to think things a million different ways. I'm like, okay. I'm getting nervous, he comes. License registration, give it to him, of course. So you're with Natasha, right? With Natasha. Goes back to his car, takes his time, comes back out, towards the car, and he says, and I'm like, officer, what's going on? He says, get out of the car. He goes, come near my car. I'm like, officer, what's going on? Go near, and he says, take everything out of your pockets. Now I'm getting nervous. It's dark. Like, okay, taking things out of my pocket now. And I'm like, never had, never. Has a cop ever said that to me? What's Natasha doing? She's in the car. She's just like... And he's like, is that it? I'm like, what's going on, officer? He says, I'm taking you in. You're under arrest. You're driving with suspended license. And I'm like, what? One hand, cuffs come out. All of a sudden, I'm like, I break away. And I look at him and I'm like, you are a fake cop. <laughs> it was like, Throwing sand in his eyes. Natasha! Get out of the car, the fake cop! <laughs> and we're running around. <laughs> she goes out. 
and I'm running and he's running after me. He jumps on me. I break away. You're running down the street? I'm running around his car. I'm running, running like, around his car. What, what do you we're think? We're on the side of the road. No, side of a dirt road on the side of a road, like in, in a one lane highway. Yeah. That's all it was going, literally just going through a mountain. Then he has me on the ground big time. She then jumps on his back. I break away. And then I remember, I'm like, I'm like, call backup, whatever. Then all of a sudden, I'm thinking backup is coming to save me. And backup is like, come to save their partner, whatever. Right. And it was like, I'm thinking, literally, he's going to drive away. I vision this, this whole scenario. I'm like, I'm picturing driving away. He's had a horrible day, night, whatever. Pulls me on the side of the road and he's going to shoot me right there and then. I'm seeing my life being like like in a document was it was it a cop car yes it was the he was so cop car long he had the hat he had everything <laughs> why did you think he was a fake cop because you could buy that so he had a bad no, day no so I'm he think, went and dressed like a cop and no i'm thinking he was out? just a he was a, okay could have been a real cop and he was a real cop of course he was a real cop <laughs> but i'm thinking you know he's having a bad day and he just wants to kill me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and so you were just in reactive mode but when you were running around the police cruiser what was the goal was it to break away I had to, to break. where i don't know that's i was in power i broke i was in we pure into the forest i was in pure panic mode were you going to go in the forest i couldn't i wasn't even gotten that my mind didn't even go that far because you you would you would have been leaving your wife behind right it was my life i had to say first yes <laughs> So she actually jumped on his back. She jumped on his back. And what was he like then? Then he was. Then he got scared, and I don't blame him. I'm running around. Then he gets me. Then he does have me on the ground. And at that point, yeah. Then put the other cuffs on, and then backup came. And that was like, and I'm like, whoa, this is bad. And then from that point on, and then we're in the back seat, and then my wife Natasha was like, you got us into a mess. So Natasha was cuffed as well. She was cuffed police station and you were crying your eyes out at this crying. point my teeth would like you know you're you're is it what is it is it adrenaline is it yeah probably adrenaline like my teeth were like could he at least understand where you were coming from so he was he was like two cop cars him into the this, uh, police station, and the chief was there, separate cells, and I'm now crying like a baby. Natasha's like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I'm like, ah. Not only that, my Ralph Lauren shirt, which was beautiful shirt, was ripped from the fight with this guy. I was like looking at my shirt. Ah. <laughs> not only I'm in jail, he ripped my shirt. I'm like, God, things are not good. We what was he like then? Was he just like... At that, that point, he was shooken up. He, his eyes were like, I'm going to... Like, he wanted to kill me. He was, he was like... Because <sighs> he got scared. He got scared. What do you think he thought was happening? Like, I was going to shoot him, he probably yeah. thought. You know, I'm like, I'm, getting, oh, yeah. I'm rolling the ground with this, with this cop. They sent my ass to county jail now. <laughs> they let her go. And that's when I really started crying big time. Because now, my wife's away. <laughs> And that's it's office. not really good to enter the county jail with <laughs> red like, eyes. Officer, officer, I want to say something, officer. Can I say something? I'm really sorry if I offended you. 
And so what ended up happening? Were you ever convicted for something? I mean, you got to have been convicted. Then I had to get a lawyer. Yeah. I didn't know, you know. Then we got this lawyer that was in the family, and he was like my cousin Vinny. <laughs> right. I mean, that was like, you know, went to trial, went to court, you know, went to court, of course. We had to go to... What were the charges? Resisting, Resisting arrest. arrest, obviously. Lethal weapon, because I had a baseball bat underneath the car. They use it as a lethal weapon. Yeah. And it was mostly resistant arrest. Yeah. Now, help. did you get convicted? Uh, no, the charges were dropped. Really? Hmm. You know what's crazy, Norm, that I just panicked. Like that. That you panicked? Yeah. Um, I don't know, that's pretty believable. No would you have done that? I don't think I would have. In that case, like if a, I can definitely see myself panicking. I but, mean, if I really thought it was a fake cop, I, don't, I just don't but think my the mind guy's would have gone done, there. I mean, he's the car and he's dressed like a cop and all of a sudden he pulls you and he wants... And he's... Why did he pull you over in the first place? Were you speeding? No. So that is obvious. weird. That would... If I was speeding and all of a sudden I was speeding, I did, okay, you got me, I did something wrong, and then, oh, I lies, you know, then I, but I was like... Well, it is such a remote location. Man, where did he, I don't know, like, where did he come from? Yeah. It was good for Natasha for jumping on his back. That's pretty impressive. Sorry, that was great. Yeah. She <laughs> kind of proved her, she got her stripes that day she in a way. She's a Slovenian, you know. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I don't what? know. Slovenians. They don't that. take anything? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I mean, now it's getting real. And he was saying he's not a real cop with such conviction. And that split second, I just have to decide he really is it. You know, huh. go do the right thing. So Joe's like, go get help. <laughs> and I'm thinking, where am I going to get help? But wait a minute. <laughs> Let me go and see if I can flag down a car, right? Hmm. But this is like. This is like midnight, you know, there aren't that many cars on the road. But luckily, one car comes by, and I just probably threw myself on the road, lagging him down. Like, you gotta stop, he stopped. And I'm like, my husband, <laughs> they're, they're like, they cops, and they got my husband, and they need help. And, and they, they look at me, they go, we can't help. Those are like, state troopers. And I'm going, oh my God, what now? So I, so they leave, I run back. Now they're dealing with Joe, who's a crazy man. I mean, he's probably running around, he's lost his mind. <laughs> At this point, it is all over. I mean, Joe is like survival mode, and he is just gonna get away. So probably what happened was this, you know, wild goose chase, right? He's probably running, the cop's running after him. Me, they don't even care about me. I'm just a passenger, right? Yeah. He's on the ground, on his knees, and the cops got the nightstick on him. And at this point, I'm like, I don't know what came over me. Essentially, I think I just, is that I jumped on the cop's back, like <laughs> getting him off of my husband because I was really afraid for his life. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Glasses were on the floor. He's got the nightstick on him. This adrenaline kicked in, so I just jumped in the cop's back. And of course, before you know it, backup came, and we're both in handcuffs, and we're being herded into the back of a police car. When it finally sank in that Joe was totally wrong about this fake cop thing, what was your feeling at that moment? When we're in the back of the police car, when it all dawned on us both, right, that this was not what Joe 
thought it was, that they are, in fact, legitimate cops. <laughs> and then Joe is over and goes, she goes, Officer, I'm really sorry. <laughs> and this cop just looks at him like, shut the fuck up. And, oh my God. And then, you know what, of course, nobody spoke the rest of the way. So they get us to this little, little police station. And, you know, they put him in his cell. They put me in my cell. <clears throat> of course, the mugshots and all that came, came after. But they took the shoelaces out. You know, they did all the common sense precautions, right? Yeah. And he starts crying. And I'm like, the nerve of you to cry. I mean, really? You got us into this mess. Like, now you're crying about it? Great. Right? 